Hello, I'm Gavin Horgan, Headmaster of Millfield School in Somerset, the largest co-educational boarding school in the UK. Welcome to the Millfield Way podcast. Here, you'll hear from teachers, coaches and students from Millfield and Millfield Prep School. Millfield is traditionally different, and this is the Millfield Way. My name is Matt Davidson and I'm delighted to be joined by the head of Millfield Pre-Prep, Mike Jory. So Mike, how are you? I'm really well, thank you Matt. Uh, start of term's gone really smoothly, all the pupils have settled into their classes and all the new staff are into their roles and it's great. Good staff. Well, uh, one of the new members of staff kindly told me that it was your birthday today. It is my birthday, you're not going to sing though, are you? <laughs> I'm not going to sing, I promise. But uh, I just thought I'd say happy birthday, Mike. Thank you. And I'm sure all the listeners will wish you a happy birthday as well. Um, so before we get into your role at the school, uh, I just want to talk about you and kind of your personal hobbies. Um, so what, what do you do to kind of switch off w- on the weekends and etc.? cetera? Uh, I love my garden. I like being out in the garden when the sunshine allows us to. A bit of DIY where the weather's not good, cooking, but if it is good, cooking out on the barbecue as well. Nice. And I just started golf again. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, I've injured my ankle, oh, so no. I'm, I'm off games at the moment. Oh, no. And I love all sports, um, but more of a spectator at the moment. Okay. So, uh, kind of gardening, and is, is that kind of your ideal summer then? Bit of yep. garden in the morning, barbecue in the afternoon. Perfect. Sitting down with the yep. family. Maybe a bit of golf in there when you're not. When if, you I'm got yeah. if I'm allowed, I've got time away from family. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so a bit more into your background and kind of previous roles before you had before Millfield Pre-Prep. So kind of how did you get into teaching in schools? Uh, so I qualified in 1999 from Bedford University with um, Art and P as my specialist subjects. And I started my teaching career in Bruton Primary School. Oh, and wow. I was there for 14 years. I became an advanced skills teacher, which allowed me to travel across Somerset and support schools. Then I moved as deputy head to Cheddar First School, and then luckily became the head of two first schools, Shippham and Draycott, and now in my fourth year at Millfield Pre-Prep. I'm loving it. Wow. So have you always, I'm just trying to go through the names then, is is that kind of southwest? Is that where you've been, kind of around Ooh, Somerset? Yes, yeah. yeah. Is, has there been any reason why you stayed? Did you just love no. the area? Well, home is Wales. Yeah. And then I, my first job was in Somerset and I've been in Somerset ever since. I just love it here. Well, how how does it compare to Wales? The only thing I do miss is the sea. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing. I, I okay. used to surf, not anymore. <laughs> um, so how did that role of becoming head of pre-prep kind of present itself so how how did you kind of get into that role at, at Millfield so starting off in Bruton uh, with key stage two children yeah that was um where I trained mostly that, that gave me the insight of where year six children need to be at the end of their uh, key stage two but then I started to question about what are the stages of development before that which then made me to work into the lower years into key stage one and early years and realizing if we put get the right impact there we're going to be helping these to be lifelong learners, and that's where my passion's been ever since. Um, do you have a particular philosophy in terms of how you teach or values that you try to instill in the pupils? I think my biggest thing is there's no such thing as can't. Okay. It's can't do it yet. And, I was, and actually, I was asked recently by a colleague um, to order whether fun, safe or learning. Put those in order in yeah. the classroom. What, do you, what would you like to see? Fun, safe or learning? What would you say? Cool. Um, that's quite a hard question. I'd probably say 
In what? In, oh, I have to put those three in order? Yeah. Okay, so I'd probably go safe first. Oh, would I? It's a really good question. It I'm is sure a very good question. Because they all tie in together yeah. quite nicely, don't they? I'd probably go safe, learning, fun. I think that's the key thing for me. I like to have it fun, but yeah. it's got to be safe. And if they're having fun, they're learning. I think that's the way I like to work things around. And then the understanding that every child can achieve. Yeah. In their own way, but in their own time. So we just got to find the key to open those doors in a safe and supportive environment. That's what I come around to. Yeah, especially people kind of developing at different ages yeah. in, the, in those years. You kind of have to be versatile with how you approach, because everyone's different, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so who do you work alongside in pre-prep? Could you give us an overview of the team that you have? I've got an amazing team. Yeah. And over the years since I've been there, really, really working. There's a really dedicated and committed, um, supportive team. And we just provide the best opportunities for all the children in and outside the classroom. We've also got a clo- close working relationship with prep school and senior school um, and the senior management. Whole school, we are one and we are getting better each day, which is fantastic. That's yeah. the most important thing to me. Teamwork is the most important. All working together. We're not just pre-prep, we're the whole school. Yeah. And that's just amazing to me. So you often see kind of um, the pre-prep children going down to play kind of tennis uh, or cricket at the prep school grounds and then they're also off to science shows at the senior school kind of how important is that for them to be in different environments where they can learn oh it's absolutely fantastic it really is we've got different children at different stages of development some of we're going to the senior school tomorrow for a brain workshop in the science department lots of children are really looking forward to that seeing it in the science department seeing how things work other children are going to find that quite being quite nervous about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to make sure they're supported and they're going to get the most learning experience out of that. So we've just got to make sure we pick up all the different learning um, ages, developments. So depending on whether they're kinesthetic learners, auditory or visual learners, they're all going to find different things, different stage development at different times. Okay. So we try and make as many opportunities for all of them. Yeah. Um, So I've I've noticed as well, kind of when I walk over to the pre-prep, that it feels like there's a really nice community. I know you're tied into the prep school and the senior school, but everyone over there is kind of really happy. Everyone's got a smiling face. Could you talk about the community that you've almost built at pre-prep? I honestly believe that we've created that learning family. Mm. We have built that's nurturing and supportive. Families are talking about how supportive and nurturing we are, which is fantastic. Um, Because I think we just provide time for the parents. We provide time for them to talk to us. That openness and honesty is really, really important. We need to know everything that's happening outside of school as well as inside of school. And having that openness with the parents for them to say to us something happened last night, that can really explain a child's behaviour, how things have changed. It could be as simple as they've just watched something different on TV. So if we know that, we're going to be able to um, work with their own behaviours and things if anything changed in the day. So we've... And school can't work without the support of families. Um, Homeschool relationships are just so important. Mm. And the facilities uh, at pre-prep, yeah. and for children that age, kind of what is available is amazing, yeah. isn't it? Could you just give us an overview of what they get to do and what they have access to? So we are so lucky with pre-prep being on the prep school site. Um, but within the pre-prep, we've got the well-resourced classrooms. We've got our own computer room, the school hall that we use for assemblies and productions. We've got our own forest school. And then we can come out into the prep school and use facilities there, whether that's the swimming pool, the pond, the stables, the orchards, uh, the golf course and the putting green. And we use the prep school assembly hall, the sports hall, pavilion, sports pitches. We have got abundance of outside spaces and it's all overlooked by Glastonbury Tour. What mm. a lovely place to work. Yeah, definitely. 
And I, I just think that's kind of something that we try to say to people that, because well, I remember being that age, my favourite thing was swimming. I just, I don't know what it was, but yeah. those trips to the swimming pool used to be amazing. And kind of here, you walk 10 yards and you're in the pool. So it's it's kind of on your doorstep. So it's not it? a bus ride. No. Not, it doesn't take the whole afternoon. And every child from two-year-old swims once a week as well. Yeah. That's no, a great opportunity. And, well, this ties in nicely to the next question, is the opportunities that yeah. the pupils have. So kind of what, what do they get, what activities do they get to do and kind of what sports? So within, uh, we've got our earliest curriculum and our IPC curriculum with the maths and the English, the science and all yeah. the other subjects. And on top of that, we've got our specialist teaching with French, Mandarin, PE sessions, swimming, music. We've also got the Learning Support Centre on site, which is really, really benefiting um, lots of our children. And we've got an incredible range of clubs, after-school clubs, whether it's trampolining, golf, arts and crafts, yoga, science, outdoor explore, gymnastics, a wealth of ex- experiences and opportunities for all the children. Yeah, so we, uh, we recently, well, I recently recorded a podcast with Ellie Sturgis, the director of music at the prep school. And um, I remember talking to her before and she was saying that kind of going over to pre-prep and starting kind yeah. of this journey with them and then seeing them in the concerts yeah. in a few years is, is something that's really nice to see. And really nice that we're able to take our year two children to house singing. Yeah. They get an experience. They'll be doing it in year three, which is absolutely amazing. They love it. And we've put all our children into houses. We're looking to do our own house singing. And oh, I mentioned wow. that to Ellie as well. And she was like, yes, get me involved <laughs> in it, which is fantastic. So I really do want to get her over and get her playing the piano for us as well. Yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah. Well, it's that kind of specialist teaching that uh, people might not realise as well, that you get kind of the director of music at prep, director of drama, yeah. kind of they come over and do these sort of sessions that people might not be aware of. Yeah. Uh, it's a great opportunity, isn't it? So is there the opportunity to have lessons both inside and outside of the set curriculum yeah. for the pupils? We prefer children not to be taken out of the curriculum time but we try and work it around, whether it's at lunch times and things, or just before school, or just after school. So we do speech and drama club, um, there's individual music lessons, children learn the piano, the drums, flute, singing, just to name a few. And we also do some private golf lessons, tennis lessons, uh, ballet we started this year as well, and some individual cricket sessions as well. Oh, wow. Uh, so a wealth of things that they are. Uh, what, what do you find that the pupils, what, what is their favourite? What, what do they come back and say, oh, I want to do that, or I've loved this? I think that is dependent on each child. Yeah. Some will come back and say, oh, I had an amazing singing session, I really enjoyed it, it gave me the confidence to sing. Yeah. And then others in the class go, mm, no, that's not for me. Then you get another child come in and say, oh, great golf sessions, they went over on the golf course, beyond the putting green, it's all individual. Yeah, I was just about to say, the, the, one that, the reason why that question kind of cropped up is that I always see kind of the same five kids at the pre-prep putting green, yeah. and they all absolutely yeah. love it. They just love kind of these little competitions they have. So, so they're booked the in points. for this term. Yeah. And there'll be another five or six for the next term as well. Yeah. Giving them so they mix it around. Yeah. Which is another... to limit the number. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I talked about kind of those year one and two clubs. Could we talk about Millfield Minis? Mm-hmm. So for people that aren't aware of what Millfield Minis is, yeah. could you kind of just give us an overview? So Millfield Minis is a parent toddler group, which runs every day, Monday to Friday. Uh, we have 12 families each day where they stay with their one to two year old um, and that has 60 families then throughout the week and they work with our amazing staff um, utilising all the facilities of Millfield and they become mini explorers to name it, um, forest school, in forest school, mini jockeys at the stables, uh, mini bouncers, trampolining, they use all the site and it's a really really good way 
of our staff getting to know the children and build those family relationships up straight away. Yeah. So, so the parents come on to site and get to experience these activities yeah. with their children. Don't and, they? and stay with the children. As stay well. with the children. Yeah. And I know you said the, the facilities you have available for pre-prep. Does that include the mini? So they, like yeah. I said, they get to go to the stables. All the different and... places. And I think it's next week, actually, they're going to senior school for a swim session. Oh, wow. Great opportunity. What do you find that parents say they like about Millfield pre-prep? Well, I'd hope they'd say that we're a family and that we're nurturing and welcoming. Our door is always open. Uh, I'd hope they'd say that the staff go above and beyond, and whether that's academic or pastoral care. I'd hope they'd also say that if they've got something to say to a member of staff, that we act on it immediately. We want to get even better and we want to know how to best support their children. I'd hope they also say that they think the abundance of space that we've got is incredible, indoors and out. And I hope they talk about the wraparound care that we start at quarter to eight and we can finish up till six o'clock if that's required. And um, my biggest thing I hope they'd say is we're a small school with a big heart. Yeah, well, that's a great way to put it. Um, and j- just a question of what you said then, kind of acting on comments. Something I've noticed when we tried to put the prospectus together is that kind of a lot of the learning is based off the children's interests. Yeah. So what kind of they take a liking to or what they suddenly find interesting can then carry that basically steers yeah. the learning for that term. Could you talk about that a little bit? So with early years and IPC, those both those curriculums, if a child comes in, they're really interested in something and they ask a question, we can just tailor the needs to go around that question, really, really build up for that one child to say, look, this is where we're going to go with it, what questions we'd like answering, and it just gets us right into depth with it. We're not it, restricted in any way. We can go off on our own lines of inquiry, yeah. following the children's lead. I remember because there was uh, one of the child, uh, one of the children's last year said they love penguins. <laughs> and I remember, I think I came back in the next week and there'd been a penguin that had appeared at in yeah. one of the classrooms that laid, it was an kind of laid an egg and then there was a massive topic yeah. about kind of and we've done it this week um, they were making potions and yesterday they were in there fairies and elves had left a letter and we had to make these potions and the children just loving it so that'll be all photos on your newsletter this week as well. <laughs> no it is I'd, I'd love i'd love kind of seeing what they go up to because it is fascinating um so particular events kind of key dates that you're looking forward to in the calendar what what are they well i always say we try and celebrate as many events as we possibly can uh, whether that's charity events, religious celebrations throughout the whole year, we try and be on point with all of those. Children love dressing up. <laughs> Staff too. I've been known yeah. to dress up quite a few different things. But I think that brings the events alive. So there's nothing necessarily set that I really look forward to. I think okay. every, every day is different. I love it when we all come together for our weekly celebration assemblies on a Friday. We share the learning and successes each week of individuals, as well as celebrating the team house points. And we end with a whole school song where we're all together and we're singing and we'll then sing that in our end of year assembly. So the highlight of each week for me is when we get all together and celebrate all their successes. Yeah, I, I often hear the song from my office on the Friday in the assembly. I can only apologise for myself. <laughs> oh, it, it might be your singing this. I think <laughs> everyone else is great. Um, if you could choose one particular highlight of your time at Millfield Pre-Prep, what what would it be? I know this is hard. Is it four years now? Yeah. Oh, you don't, maybe not one highlight, but things that maybe something that stood out. I think I mentioned it a bit in the last question as well about the highlights when I get the whole team together. Mm. So those are the key ones. We've been on trips, sports days, um, productions, charity events and open days where we invite everyone together, where mm. that's the parents joining us as well. So those are my key things where we celebrate all the children's successes. Yeah. Um, 
one I, I can't name one I just love getting everyone together yeah so because we are one team all together yeah definitely and that, like you said there are so many of those events where you've kind of had even the like you said sports day or the big kind of yeah. Christmas production the nativity or the end of year production but honestly the the main highlight is the end of year assembly yeah where we get all the parents together all the children together and they celebrate all their highlights yeah so if you're coming to that on the end in, in, in June that is the one that you could just say, wow, what a year. Yeah. So many things that we've done. Yeah. And we have got um, a pre-prep uh, open day coming up on Friday, the yeah. 6th of October. How kind of, how, how are you looking for that? Are you excited to yeah, meet the prospective uh, families? Yeah, lots and lots of families booked in this year. Um, looking to take them on tours to hopefully see everything that we show. There's nothing to hide. They'll be involved in PE, music, dance, drama, loads of things going on. And changing it to do it on a Friday, coming to see it in action. Yeah. And right. give the parents time to talk to our staff as well. Definitely. Um, so the final question, we ask it to every person that comes onto the podcast. Um, it's going to be Milford Pre-Prep this time, obviously, as the head of Pre-Prep. So if you could sum up Milford Pre-Prep in three main takeaways, what would they be? So I would be saying their individuality yep. to be themselves is key, but also being a team because together everyone achieves more. Yeah. And the amount of opportunities and experiences we provide to okay. allow our children to thrive. Perfect. So we've got individuality, we've got a team and opportunity. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's a great way to end the podcast. Um, well, I hope the listeners enjoyed this episode of the Milford Way podcast. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you for listening.